Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. Well, we've spent the last segment talking about plant-based diets. Now we're going to talk about where you can get that kind of food in local restaurants. Our friends from Sauce Magazine are with us, Catherine Cleaney and Heather Hughes, managing editors of Sauce. Let me start. I'll start with you, Catherine. Uh, What do you think about this whole vegan thing, the plant-based diets? Sure. Well, it's actually very interesting. So I, uh, my boyfriend uh, has eaten a whole food plant-based diet since I've, uh, since we've been together. He's eaten that way for about five or six years now. Um, and he introduced me to this concept. So a lot of what they were saying really resonates with a lot of conversations that he and I have had. And so um, I've definitely gotten much more interested in, and, and intrigued on on restaurants that serve that type of food or at least vegan food in St. Louis um, because we, we dine there a lot um, and cooking that way at home, too. So it's yeah. definitely been a perspective shift for me in the last three years or so. Heather, are restaurants making the adjustment? I mean, this whole trend, and it's more than a trend now. It's certainly Absolutely. not a fad, but it's increased uh, by 600% over the last couple of years. Are restaurants making the adjustment? I think so. Um, we were talking in the office before this. I think any restaurant you go to at this point is going to be more sensitive to dietary restrictions. So that means, first and foremost, that they're going to have vegetarian options for you. Um, you can just ask if you don't see it on the menu. I think people are more willing to adjust. But also, I think, especially at the higher end of um, like fine dining concepts, there is a huge movement this way. We've mm-hmm. talked about Visia many times before, and they're not a vegetarian or a vegan restaurant, but they are moving to um, put plants in the forefront. So using meat, not getting rid of it completely, but using it more as a condiment than as the main show, trying to create entrees that don't demand two pounds of meat on a plate or whatever. Um, and also cooking uh, in healthier ways. I remember I talked to one of the sous chefs at Visia, Patrick Siebold, when we were doing our Ones to Watch um, article, mm-hmm. which we have every January. And he was talking about working for some incredible places, Gramercy Tavern um, and Chez Panisse. And he was saying part of the reason he's attracted to those places is that the way that they cook is just um, healthier in a way that isn't shoving down, shoving the message down people's throats. Mm-hmm. Like the classic things you learn in culinary schools are add so much fat, so much butter, so much cream to every sauce. Um, and at these places, they're doing things like using purees to thicken sauces instead of cream, um, using squash purees in just like really smart ways to be healthier, but having the dish end up just as delicious, just as rich. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what I really like about all of this stuff is I will never live in a world where cheese is evil. <laughs> I, I won't do it. Um, I can't believe that, and I won't live that way. Uh, but you could I, become a vegetarian, though, and still have cheese. Or meat. Okay. Yeah. I, all of it. I love yeah. all of it. Um, okay. But I am. I do, even in the past five or ten years, I eat a lot less of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want plants to be you know, 90% of what I eat, or or maybe that's a high percentage for me. It's an aspiration. It is, it is. But like, it's, the point is that they can taste as good right. as the meat dishes. And I think it's, it's especially in these restaurants like you're talking about, it's not about what you can't have. It's not about you can't have cream, you can't have butter, you can't mm. have cheese. It's about, look at how good this is by on itself. Its look, at, yeah. look at how good this vegetable is in and of itself because it was grown locally and it was grown without all these additives and, and pesticides and herbicides. And, and look at what we can do to make this vegetable as good as it is by itself. And that's not just, yeah, that's not meat or vegetables. It's eating less of better stuff mm-hmm. in general. 
and, and meat substitutes. We talk about some of the, mm-hmm. the burgers that people make that are made with beans. For yeah, well, and that's, that's something that I've really seen. I, and I think this contributes a lot to that increase in, in veganism that you're talking about because the vegan substitutes, quite frankly, are just a lot better now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's been a lot of talk about the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Burger. Now, those are definitely not the whole food plant-based burgers that they were talking about earlier, but they are vegan and they're made with um, – uh, products like like they're that are derived from plants, so they are they are a plant based thing. They're not some weird bunch of chemicals and additives and things like that. Um, but the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Burger, the Impossible Burger is the one that's available in restaurants, and the Beyond Burger is the one that's available retail at uh, Whole Foods. And they really they they grill. You can grill them on a, on an actual like flame grill. Um, They'll fall apart. They will not fall apart, which mm. is the problem I've always had with veggie burgers that mm-hmm. I buy elsewhere. Um, and they they genuinely taste like beef. They it have is the, weird. It's it's weird. <laughs> They're but really good. good. We're, we're going to t- turn you around, Heather. Believe me. Okay. <laughs> Before well, I'm, we're through I'm pro with you. Impossible Burger for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, anything else you want to add about the restaurants? Uh, I mean, I would. That- I would just say there's you know uh, there's nearly thirty restaurants in St. Louis now that serve majority vegetarian or majority. vegan cuisine. Majority. majority. Uh-huh. Um, especially, you know, there's a lot of places also that serve lots of vegan and vegetarian options. Lona's Little Eats has a lot of great choices. Bon Me So, Revel. Um, most places offer quality vegetarian or vegan options at this point, like Heather was saying. But my the one thing I've learned, especially um, dining out in the last couple of years, is always, always ask. Most places with a little advance notice can easily modify yeah. dishes or make something awesome for you. We went to Farmhouse last year and gave them a heads up that we were coming in um, and could they do vegan. They made an entire five-course vegan tasting menu, yeah. completely off menu. But they were And they were excited about it. They were having fun with it. Mm. So always ask ask. It never hurts. And if you're making a reservation, give them advance notice and you'll be very pleasantly surprised. One of our listeners has sent in a long list of places. Uh, yes. You'll recognize Pizza Head, Vista, mm-hmm. uh, Lulu's Local Eatery, places like that. Vista already mentioned. All those are on Tree my has, list. Yep. We'll, Seeds, we'll Fritas. That, yep. We'll get that list on our website yes. too because I think that's, that's important for people to know. Okay. Well, this is hit list time. So we've talked uh, <laughs> the, the vegan world, but you've got a couple of restaurants uh, you consider the hotspots for the uh, for the new month. Who wants to start with, I said, Barge Continental? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Barg Continental. Barg. Barg. I know. I I did that too. Um, (laughs) Barg Continental Restaurant. It's down in the St. Louis Hills area on Hampton. This is uh, an Afghan uh, restaurant and it is we were so pleasantly surprised by this Unreal. place. It, was, um, so it was crazy. There aren't uh, many Afghan restaurants in no, town. There's not really, in St. Louis. There's no. really only uh, Samim that I'm aware of on, mm-hmm. in the Grove area, and that's been mm-hmm. the only one that's like specifically Afghan restaurant. Um, but this one, we were very pleasantly surprised. So we definitely don't miss some of the starters. There's something called a bolani, which is a traditional flatbread uh, that's stuffed with mashed potatoes and scallions. Um, it sounds very simple, but the seasoning is really what makes it. Um, sambosas are also great. That's sort of a, a cross Middle Eastern South Asian dish where it's basically a piece of um, fried dough that's that's stuffed with things. Um, in this case, <laughs> like it's a, a <laughs> right. Uh, it's it's um, Afghan empanadas. Exactly. Every culture has one, and it's yeah. great. So on the menu, it says this is a something stuffed. With <laughs> exactly. Things. It's yeah. it's basically a pastry that's filled in this case with a spiced uh, potato mixture and then fried. And whatever you get with either of those, make sure you get the cilantro chutney. It so was good. unreal. It was mm. so good. Um, if fresh you're, and bright. Yeah. If you're looking for something a little heavier, um, the sultani, those lamb skewers. 
They're like lamb kebabs, but they were some of the most tender. Honestly, kebabs I can't we've think of had. better meat that I've had in St. Louis. It, it was, was delicious. I don't know good. how they got the texture to be that tender with kebabs. It's usually, or not usually, but it can lend itself to be quite dry and chewy. Yeah. Nice was... of you to make the point about the meat on our vegan <laughs> Oh, it gets worse from here, don't worry. <laughs> All right. So definitely that that's definitely one to check out. And All the right. dumplings. Oh, I'm sorry, the dumplings. I forgot about the dumplings. The mantu, um, they're little almost like a ravioli, Afghan ravioli, filled with ground beef and onions and they have like a split pea sauce on top. They were fantastic as I, well. I think about them. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going for lunch up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real. This may pop uh coffee and garden shop sounds really, really interesting. It's great. Um that one is in Webster Groves. It's in an old uh brick house that they converted to a coffee shop on the inside. They have a little bar in there. Um, great coffee. They carry Blueprint, uh, Big Heart Tea, and then they also have snacks and baked goods from the living room in Maplewood, which we love. Get a scone. They're mm-hmm. great. Um, but it is also a garden shop. It's a little nursery with a beautiful giant um, greenhouse in the back. There's a little huh. table you can sit at surrounded by flowers that you can also purchase. Um, they have herbs, all sorts of stuff. It's just really adorable, really well done, um, a great place to hang out and grab a coffee or a plant. It sounds, uh, it <laughs> sounds <both>. delightful. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a nice place to relax. Mm-hmm. And we go back to the uh, the beers, right? Now for Earth oh, yeah. no, actually, this is a cocktail bar by the Earthbound Brewery. Oh, oh it's a satellite. I see Earthbound now. It's satellite. 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 Yes. Okay. So Earthbound Beer, as everyone may know, is a brewery on Cherokee Street. Makes really good beer. Um, they have opened a cocktail bar in Soulard. Um, and as you might expect, the drinks are still very good. Um, it's inside Soulard Preservation Hall. Uh, when I tried to go, I literally walked by it three times. It You might not notice it. It looks like an office building. Um, there's no sign yet, but there's supposed to be one next ne- week. Next yeah. week. Okay. So that'll be a lot easier if you go after next week. Um, but it's great. It's really simple, uh, really short menu of cocktails that are delicious. I recommend the Shut Up and Dance. <laughs> they all have fun names. Um, that one's made with dark rum, mezcal, uh, fernet, uh, lime juice. It's just, like really rich. It's almost black. Um, and it's very like smoky, spicy. It's a really good drink. Um, they have spritz specials. It's just sort of a, a low-key, really spare space. It sort of looks like an event space, but um, the little earthbound touches, they put all of these space-themed illustrations on the bar, like on the bar front. It's really cute. I've been informed they're adding more space-themed murals to oh, the space as well. That, so, yes. I think the space would It wouldn't be earthbound if it wasn't a little weird and wacky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Catherine, I, do you have our last one, our Corner Street I Food? I do. Yeah, Corner Street Foods. So um, if the idea of whole food plant-based dining is abhorrent to you, um, they do offer <laughs> some really some really amazing cheeseburgers here. Um, so the one that was completely over the top was the MAC-10. It is literally a half-pound of beef with uh, your standard lettuce, tomato, mayo, onion, as well as bacon and mac and cheese. <laughs> um, so that's a completely uh, off-topic conversation, I feel like, <laughs> at this point. Um, they do also offer, though, a really good vegetarian black bean patty. And that's that's what I think is really cool is a place like that that offers something as crazy as that uh, MAC-10 special will also offer a really good house-made veggie burger. Um, and we really enjoyed that one as well. Um, Save Room for Sides, they have a mango coleslaw um, as well as uh, funnel cake fries, which are oh. exactly what you think they are. They mm-hmm. are funnel cake in tiny fry form. They were delicious. They, and uh, that's it. Uh, corner Street Food, so it's at the corner of Washington and Jefferson downtown here. 
Is it any wonder that so many Americans are overweight? <laughs> <laughs> Funnel I mean, cake the way fries. Funnel cake fries. <laughs> you talk about this big slab of, uh, of, of meat. I think that... Uh, Karen Dugan and Dr. Loomis, who were just here, have probably pulled over to the side of the road and are slapping their forehead right They're going to be coming back to yell at me right now. They're not listening. But I promise I've got a whole list of vegetarian and vegan options, too, I swear. (laughs) Well, we've got about a minute left. Uh, Not much time to go through that. But does anything jump out at you that you think people would be more interested in? I would say for, for a gateway Restaurant, if you're really looking to try a vegan or uh, option and you're nervous about it, try Lulu's Local Eatery on South Grand. Um, They offer really approachable, recognizable things like burgers, falafel, tacos, um, a poke bowl. um, Made with watermelon. Right. But it's all plants. It's all recognizable. It's none of the – if you're weird about seitan or tofu or whatever, it's all real plants that you're going to recognize. It's beans. But it's really, really good. Lulu's is one of the – one of the names on the list that one of the listeners yes. sent in, by the I would, way. I would recommend that as sort of your gateway restaurant. For vegetarian, not necessarily whole food plant-based. There is right. a lot uh, of oil going on in those okay. fried cauliflower bites. But. Only 30 seconds left, but are these dishes likely to be less expensive because there's not expensive meat included, do you think? Um, it depends on the place. I think that at the end of the day, no matter what, you're going to pay for quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and at a place like Lulu's, Maybe the entrees are about the same price as some place yeah. with meat, but it's it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. We'll Agreed. get that list up on our website. I think a lot of people have become interested in this subject, particularly when you uh, look at the medical benefits that come Absolutely. from it. Absolutely. And, and the environmental benefits in many Absolutely. cases, too. Heather Hughes, Catherine Claney, thank you so much for being with us. Always a great pleasure to talk to you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Archive versions of past St. Louis on there. Programs available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Don Marsh.